You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome. This is Locked On Bulldogs here on Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This episode is brought to you by betonline.net, the official sports book sponsor of Locked On Bulldogs and this Locked On channel, which we are a part of. Glad and happy to be part of Locked On Atlanta. Thrilled that that is happening. If you don't know what that is, search for it, get it, download it. We will be there from time to time. All things Atlanta. Braves are starting to play some baseball. Hawks are playing good basketball. Thanks for making us your first listen before you hop over onto that channel. Uh, glad you are following us on whatever podcast listening device that you have. Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, five-star rating and review. Please give us that. Helps us out. Helps you out. Helps other people find the podcast. And if you're watching us on YouTube, thanks. Glad to be in here. This has been an incredible journey to be on YouTube and a very, very fun feature. Get down in those comments, uh, hit that notification button, and also subscribe as we go into the summer, as we look forward to next year. Uh, get it done. Spring practice is nearly done. G-Day is nearly here. We got the Masters, and then after that, we head right on in to G-Day. Get excited, get pumped, get thrilled. We'll be talking about that once it's over. We'll be laying eyes on the Bulldogs. We will have rundown of everything. We might even do like a little uh, little live thing right after it gets said and done. Just saying. Um, today's episode is going to be this. We're going to talk about somebody that Kirby is giving tough love to. And when Kirby gives tough love to somebody, it means this. They are a bona fide stud. He thinks great things of them. And they typically deliver. Okay. Uh, think Richard LeCount, uh, bonafide stud, delivered, Kirby loved him. We're going to talk about somebody he's given more of that tough love to. Second segment, we're going to talk about a quarterback who's playing better than ever uh, and is not making errors anywhere on the field. This is great news for the Bulldogs. And then lastly, we're going to talk about a way too early look ahead to Oregon opening up the season next year and what that looks like. It's going to be thrilling. It's going to be exciting. Uh, and I'm going to tell you why Bo Nix, uh, oldie but a goodie in a new uniform with a new head coach and how Dan Lanning opening up his collegiate coaching career uh, is going to have some tough sledding. Uh, but first, we'll let you know about that somebody who Kirby Smart has laid down the challenge, the gauntlet to, and that is none other than the best player on our team, Jalen Carter. Now, two, three things. He's our best player. He's our best defensive player, and he's the best player in the SEC. He might be the best player in America. Now, now Brock Bowers has some, some reign to that on talent level, but Jalen Carter is the most gifted football player in America, and I'm going to stand next to that. Again, freak size, freak athleticism, speed, size combo off the charts, strength, skills. He can get after the passer. He can stop the run. Uh, Richard Seymour-esque is what comes in the NFL. I mean, the dude is just insane. He showed out last year, and Kirby Smart has already issued him a statement. He's gotten on the podium this last week and said essentially this. A lot of y'all don't like Kirbynese. We try to translate Kirbynese for you from time to time. Uh, but King Kirby is coming out and just he gives you what he wants to say, not what you want to hear, but what he wants to say. And what he wants to say is, yeah, Jalen can get better. Now, 
we all know like, okay, I, we get you coach. Everybody could get better. Better is this, you know, it's, you're not the best. There's always something. If, if you are better than something, that's, that's great. The best is a stagnant thing. Uh, Jalen Carter has this ability to become better than what he is, but, but y'all just don't you just want to Kirby come out one day and be like, Oh no, 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 no. He's doing a great job. We love, love where he's at now. Uh, Weldon brothers were on our Twitter saying, Hey, don't, I don't want anybody to get excited about what's happening because I don't want anybody's foot to come off the gas. That's not going to happen under King Kirby. We can give all the praise in the entire world. We can feel accomplished because nobody can take 2021 away from us. That is our championship. But at the same time, Kirby is not defending a national championship. He's pursuing another one. He is not the one that's going to let off anybody. And if he sniffs anybody letting off, I I can guarantee you what's going to happen to him. They're going to hit the transfer portal real quick because they're going to hate life in Georgia. Jalen Carter is that guy that already knows he can be something insanely special. Top three pick next year. Here's why. Uh, Devontae Wyatt, Jordan Davis, it's uh, reported that came to him and told him essentially, hey, what Devontae did for his stock is what you could do to your stock in the draft. Now, he's already consensus, let's say, top 15. Jalen Carter's top 15, easy. Give me a bet. Anybody on him being outside the 15, I will wager so much. He's going to be top 15. But they said they they came out and said, hey, you could be the best Bulldog defensive lineman to come out. You could be that guy that's insane, that's incredible. Put in the work ethic, be a student of the game, don't quit. And Kirby issued a statement saying, be a leader. We got vocal leaders, all right? Dumas Johnson back there already leading, being vocal, being getting hyped, talking. And he's saying, Jalen, you don't have to be that way, but lead by example of your work ethic and others will follow because you are the most talented guy we have. And by all accounts, when Kirby does that, good things follow. So be excited when Kirby gives his his little press conference, tough love. It's good stuff. Y'all, y'all need some coach in your life. Okay. Y'all need friends that give you tough love. Like Kirby He says, I love you enough to not let you be here tomorrow where you are today. Um, we all need it. Jalen has it in Kirby. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about a quarterback playing better than he has ever. That's interesting. But first we'll let you about athletic greens, athletic greens. I don't know if y'all know this. Uh, I have some athletic greens, got it this last month. As a matter of fact, uh, it is incredible vitamin. It's incredible minerals. It's got all the good stuff that, uh, that you need for daily life to keep yourself healthy, keep your body regulated. If you care anything about your health, if you care anything about your body, you need Athletic Greens. And I have had Athletic Greens. I love this stuff. Um, I've tried it now for two weeks in a row, given it every single week, uh, every single day of those that time. And guys, I got to tell you, I, I enjoy it thoroughly. Um, it's lifestyle friendly, whether you're, you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy free or gluten free. It's all of those in one. It's going to come straight to your door. It's incredible, incredible. Just one scoop of this green mix, all the vitamins, all the minerals you need, 12 ounces of water, shake it up 20 seconds, take it down. It's fantastic. It costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. And lastly, uh, you get with your subscription for a year, you're going to get a, f- a free year of vitamin D supplements added on top of that, as well as travel packs from Athletic Greens. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of Im- immune support, vitamin D, and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com college. Again, that's athleticgreens.com college. Take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. 
All right. So I said that the second segment is going to be talking about this quarterback that is doing incredible things and playing mistake-free football, essentially, and not doing the things, the bonehead errors that he does before. And that's one Stetson Bennett. Now, Kirby came out and uh, and didn't issue the tough love. He's done that to Stetson before. There was a little tough love in there. He was basically demeaning him for having made very, very silly mistakes and stupid decisions before. But he came out and said, not this year, though. Stetson's out there slinging the ball around. He's not making the mistakes that he is, he's not careless with the football as he was prior. Now, this is very, very important. This is very, very good. This is very, very lovely. And I'm going to tell you why. It means that Stetson Bennett is ahead of where he was last year. Now, last year at this time, he was not starting. Many of you will say he wasn't the starter. I, I get that. I understand that. But in Kirby Smart's system and in Dan Lanning's offense, you, you can't make mistakes. You have to hit the reads. Now, mistake football might be told to be, oh, he's managing. He's talking about a manager. That's not what he's saying. Mistakes can be a check down when a receiver was open for a, a, an absolute gainer. That could be a mistake. That could be a boneheaded decision. That could be playing timid. Stetson is not timid. He's not playing bonehead. And Kirby's coming out here saying, no, 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 he's, he's not doing the things that he did first year, second year, third year, even last year. He's doing things well and he's, playing good ball. Now, again, all you quarterback haters, I need to encourage you with something. Stop it. First of all, just stop it. You don't need to do that. Secondly, if Stetson Bennett is upping his game and Carson Beck is upping his game, and there is considerable evidence to say that Carson Beck is doing good things at UGA's program right now, and Brock Vandergrift is doing incredible things by all accounts. Guys, these, these are not... Again, we take it with a grain of salt because we heard last year that Carson Beck was wowing people with his arm. And it didn't look so good in game. But if Stetson's ahead, that means that means Carson is ahead. That means Brock is ahead. Okay. That means everybody, all tides, you know, a tide lifts all ships, right? That's exactly what happened at quarterback play. And if Stetson's playing less bonehead decision-wise, he's not throwing the ball a la Alabama a couple years ago to start off the season. He's not playing stupid pitch and catch. He's not, he's not trying to do a Jimmy Garoppolo in the uh, NFC championship game, just chucking it all over the place. He's doing smart things within the, the, the way that Todd and Kirby want to structure an offense and reading things and making the accurate throws and delivering the ball into playmakers' hands on time. This is nothing but great news, people. At worst, it's raising Stetson's floor. At best, he's becoming a bona fide playmaker, which he was last year as well. And if somebody beats him out, that means they are playing better than he is, which means their floor and ceilings up. Do you see how this can't be anything but good news? I'm telling you, UGA quarterback haters, stop it. There's no reason to hate like this. Now, if if you were... If you had Bo Nix, we're going to talk about him next. If you have Bo Nix as your quarterback and, and you were hearing this, you might be like, oh, okay, I, I don't, oh, I, man, that's really discouraging because nobody was behind him and he wasn't, I don't know, a winner as we're going to discover in the next segment. But Stetson is already a national championship or championship winner, already doing great things. And now he's playing better. Kirby doesn't give out praise like that, y'all. 
And he should know because he knows what he wants in Todd Munkin's system. He handed him the reins. So please listen to your head coach. Please. He's telling you everything you need to know. Okay? Okay. There it is. Uh, next, we're going to talk about how Bo Nix, the aforementioned Bo Nix, is just in a world of hurt. Uh, and I, I just, I can't help him. I can't help you, Bo. Uh, but first, we'll let you know about Bet Online. Bet Online is your sports book experts. They are the official sponsor of this podcast and all of Locked On Podcast Network. They're incredible. Here's why they're incredible. They're safe, safe, reliable. They have all the over-unders you ever need. Future. They have live in-game stuff. BetOnline.net is your sports book destination. Don't go to Sal at the Corner Diner. Don't trust your buddy who can't keep book because he doesn't know all the spreads and doesn't give you all the cool spreads that you want. Uh, live in-game action. Um, like I said, parlays, over-unders. There's so, so much to get over at BetOnline.net and realize they are the official sponsor of Locked On Bulldogs, Locked On Podcast Network. Uh, so you just need to do it. Masters coming up. We have betting uh, that we're going to do in season very much, very soon. Futures going to come out. Uh, win totals for SEC are coming out. I've already seen some predictions coming out. And by the way, if y'all don't think that um, South Carolina, whatever South Carolina's number is, I'm going over on that already. Just so y'all know that. Like I, Beamer got me. Okay, I, he's a good coach. He's got a quarterback, not the best, but he's going to do better. If y'all don't think that he might do better than Florida. I can't help you. BetOnline.net, your sports book experts. All right. Bad quarterback play is a a curse, a pox upon your household. And that's what Oregon's getting in Bo Nix. He can run around. He can make things happen like that. I understand. He can uh, maybe once in a while rifle a ball across the middle on an ad lib. He's a gunslinger, but not in the good way that we understand it. And I want to let you know why opening the season is Oregon. There's already people out there popping their mouth saying that Oregon's going to give Georgia a run for their money. No, they won't. Just I, I know Dan knows Kirby. I, I understand that. Can I ask you a question? Uh, there was another national championship winning head coach who went against his pupils that knew him very well, and no one gave those head coaches a chance because he had built a system and recruited really well and had great staff and won national championship. Nick Saban wasn't told that, oh, yeah, no, don't worry. Uh, it only took how long before Jimbo did it? And then how long after that until Kirby did it? Y'all stop with this nonsense of Dan Lanning knowing Kirby. I know he knows Kirby. I'm fine with that. Kirby is fine with that because you have to execute better than him. You have to coach better than him. You have to recruit better than him. And Kirby's not an idiot. He changes things up and he constantly is asking guys to do different things. He'll put Dan Jackson back in a cover two, cover three alignment just to screw with you at certain points of the Clemson game and then bring pressure. He'll say, I'm going to blitz only one or I'm going to blitz none and trust my D-line to get after you which we did. And then I'm going to bring the heat every single time in the natty, which we did. Guys, uh, stop it. I want to talk about Bo Nix. I want to talk about Oregon. And if you think Oregon has a shot, let me just... Bo Nix has faced 17 ranked opponents in his career. 17 times at Auburn, he played against ranked opponents. Now, ranked opponents happen quite a bit. It's in the SEC. Uh, I understand that. But from, from his freshman, for his first three years... Playing at Auburn. By the way, Auburn fans, where y'all at now that uh, you know he was like the most Auburn thing in the world playing at Oregon? Daddy played court. You know what, what happened? Anyway, 
of those 17 times he played ranked opponents, do you know what his record is during those 17 times? Six and 11. Six wins out of 17 times he played a ranked opponent. I'm talking top 25, y'all. I'm not talking about it. Okay. Well, let's now talk about roster development. Let's talk about how many players he had around him. Auburn had in the last five years, last five years, this year's Auburn team. So I didn't go back to last year, beginning of last year, but let's just say this year's Auburn team and this year's Oregon team. This year's Auburn team has the 14th best roster based upon recruit rankings. Okay, 14th best roster. Oregon has the 12th best roster. This is not head and shoulders a better roster. If you think that Bo Nix coming in with that kind of record is going to have against ranked opponents, going to have success against Georgia with a very similarly talented team and roster. Now, Dan Landing is going to be a better coach. I understand that. But if you all think that it's going to be exceptional and great and better, he's not that good against ranked opponents. He's had a couple of signature wins. Uh, but guys, this is not, this is not something that should scare you again. Each game you have to come in serious. I'm not saying it's going to be a cakewalk and we're guaranteed to win. What I'm suggesting is stop it with the hate that says, Oh yeah, Bo Nix plus Dan Lanning plus a talented roster. Dan Lanning is a better coach, but it was Bo Nix and a talented roster and he wasn't that good against ranked opponents. Stop it. Uh, it is Locked On Bulldogs here on Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We will see you tomorrow where we will do more talking about them dogs. We'll see you guys then.